Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred word of the Bible, and each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. Well, hello, everyone. Hello, hello, and welcome to today's podcast. It is Wednesday, August the 2nd, 2023, and so glad to have you guys on today. Hope you're having a great week right here, hump day, middle of the week, first week of August. Yeah, hope it's going well. Um, We are in the letter to the Corinthians, second letter to the Corinthians, chapter four today. Yeah. Good stuff yesterday. Chapter I love chapter four. Chapter four is good stuff. You're gonna be glad you jumped, you listened in today. I believe the Lord will encourage you through these words. Yeah. All right, you guys, let's uh let's dive in. You know what we do? We read, we pray, we change the world. Let's do it. Second Corinthians chapter four. Let's see what the Lord has to say to us today. Thank you for being on today. Therefore. You know, when you read therefore in the Bible, you know what it's there for. <laughs> um, so basically it goes back to the all the conversation uh, that Paul just had in chapter three um, about beholding Jesus with uh, unveiled faces and we are being transformed with ever increasing glory um, into his image, more like Jesus. And uh, this is possible through this greater covenant, the new covenant. So therefore, since through God's mercy, we have this ministry, we do not lose heart. Hmm. Uh, that may be right there, maybe why you tuned into the, the podcast today. You need to not lose heart. Maybe you got some bad news. Maybe you got some discouraging uh, turn of events in your life, or maybe something, someone you love, someone you care about. Uh, maybe they got some disappointment, uh, maybe some uncertainty in your your job, or maybe a contract fell through, or uh, something didn't turn out the way you were hoping it would, or maybe you're experiencing a loss. Hey, don't lose heart. That's why you listened today. That's why you were here. That's why you tuned in today, because you need to be told and reminded not to lose heart. Um, God's got you. He's not done with you. Um, and don't let the present circumstances cloud the reality that God's got a uh, f- future for you. You know, sometimes when you're walking through the, through the battle, when you're walking through the fog of trials and tribulations, we can forget. We think that the pain that we're experiencing is permanent, but it's not. This too shall pass, right? This too shall pass. All right, so we don't lose heart. Rather, we have renounced secret and shameful ways. We do not use deception, nor we do, nor do we distort the word of God. Hmm. So Paul's speaking a little bit first, you know, personal personal experience and conviction here, right? 
Um, Paul's speaking for himself and for his fellow apostles that are like, hey, even though we face hardship, we don't lose heart. We don't, we don't uh, revert to secret or shameful ways. We don't use deception. Um, and when things aren't going your way, man, there's a temptation to manipulate, right? There's, there's a temptation to deceive. There's a temptation to, uh, to uh, fight to get what you want. Uh, to get the outcomes you want, and and sometimes that can um, something that, that can dissolve, um, devolve, I should say, devolve into some sh- secret, shady, shameful ways. So Paul's like, no, we don't do that. We don't lose heart, and we don't, you know, we don't revert to secret or shameful ways or deceptions. We and we certainly do not distort the word of God, even though it's not popular. Come on. In every culture, there are parts of the gospel that are not popular, and today is no different. Um, there are parts of the gospel that are not popular today, but we do not distort the Word of God. We don't try to make it conform to us. We try to conform to the Word of God. And there's parts of it we like. There's parts of it the, uh, that others like. There's some that people don't like. There's some that we don't like. We, we have a hard time doing it or obeying it, or understanding it. But we don't distort it. We, uh, we stand on the Word of God. Yeah. On the contrary, by setting forth the truth plainly, we commend ourselves to everyone's conscience in the sight of God. So we present the gospel as it is. We, uh, we don't try to sugarcoat it. We don't try to distort it. We don't bury the lead. <laughs> Jesus is Lord. We kind of lead with that, right? And we uh, we commend it to everyone's conscience in the sight of God. And even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. They don't see it. The God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel that displays the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. Wow. Let me read that one again. The God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel that displays the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. Wow. You know the God of this age, same God of the age that was uh, fighting and deceiving in Paul's day and time is the same God of the age that is working in our world today to blind the eyes of unbelievers, to keep them from seeing the gospel, the truth of the gospel. And when they see the gospel, they see the light of Christ. When what is the light of Christ? The image of God. So we have to pray, man. We have to pray that that veil is removed. It's a, it's a mystery. It really is. It's a mystery. It's a miracle. When Ever that veil is removed and someone sees for themselves the light of the gospel, the glory of Christ, the image of God. Do you see the progression there? The gospel, when you see the gospel, you see the glory of Christ. You see who he is, what he's done, his purpose, work, um, all of that. So you see the gospel, which shows you the glory of Christ. And the glory of Christ is the image of God. 
So we have to pray that the uh, that people's eyes would be open, that they would see the gospel and the glory of Jesus and the image of God. For what we preach is not ourselves, we don't preach ourselves, but Jesus Christ and as Lord and ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake. For God, who said, let light shine out of darkness, made his light shine in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of God's glory displayed in the face of Christ. Ooh, there's a lot in there. So the God who said, so Paul's speaking to this miracle of when the veil is removed, right? Like the veil, when the veil is removed and we actually see the gospel for what it is, which leads us to see the glory of Christ for what it is, which helps us to see the image of God, all of that. Paul's like, it's a miracle. And who does it? God does it. For God who said, let light shine out of darkness, made his light shine in our hearts to give us light of the knowledge of God's glory displayed in the face of Jesus. Wow. Who enabled us to see? God did. His Holy Spirit. The same God who spoke light out of darkness spoke, as it were, light into our darkened souls and enabled us to see the light of the knowledge of God's glory that is displayed in Jesus. God's glory displayed perfectly in Jesus. How did we? How were we ever able to see that? The same God who spoke light out of darkness did the same thing in your heart and in my heart. When the veil was removed, the light switch was turned on, and we saw the light of the glory of Christ. Hmm. Wow. Watch this, verse 7. But we have this treasure in jars of clay. This great miracle, this great, these great mercies, this great mystery, this gospel, this um, image of God that is in the face of Jesus, um, the glory of Jesus, all of that. We, ha- we carry this incredible uh, message, this incredible revelation in jars of clay. Hmm. Why? To show that this all surpassing power is from God and not from us. So the reason we carry this this treasure in these vessels, like why, why do you have such? Why do we have these broken vessels, these you know empty these jars of clay to carry such a pre- precious gift, such a precious truth? Because through that, it displays the glory of God through our frailties, through our weaknesses, through our humanness. The all-surpassing power of God shines through. You know, God wants to shine His glory through your broken vessel, through your, through your jar of clay. That's the beautiful thing about uh, the way the Lord uses us. He doesn't want us to be someone we're not. He wants to use your personalities. He personality he wants to use your experience. He wants to use, you know, your upbringing and the way the your life experience and all of that, along with spiritual gifts and in, in uh, endowed by the Holy Spirit. And he wants to use all of you to display his glory. 
Hmm. So we don't have to try to be someone else. No. Be yourself because you're, you're, you are the one that God wants to use to display his glory through your earthen vessel. I love that. We are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed. I love this part, too. That we, 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 you know, we, we're facing some hardships. We face some tough times, but we're pressed on every side, but we're not crushed. We're perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not abandoned. Struck down, but not destroyed. We always carry around in our body the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be revealed in our body. Oh, mm, mm, mm. that's fire right there, man. Paul's look, we, we get, we are pressed on every side, but we aren't going, we will not be crushed. We're perplexed, but we're not in despair, persecuted, but God never leaves us. We're struck down, but we won't be destroyed. We carry around in our bodies the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may be revealed in our body. Because <laughs> people see us go through these difficulties and trials and adversities. We come out stronger on the other side. And you're like, how did that happen? Well, the, I'm going through those, those quote-unquote deaths, those, that suffering, so that through that, the life of Jesus, the resurrection power of Jesus can be seen through my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You may be going through a struggle right now. You may be hard-pressed on every side. But you aren't crushed, and you will not be crushed. You may be struck down, but you're not destroyed, persecuted, but you are not abandoned. And uh, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And God will work those sufferings and trials for your good. It will produce perseverance and character and hope. Man, it's the miracle of the gospel and how the Holy Spirit works even through our adversities. We carry around in our body the death so that the life of Jesus may be revealed in our body. For we who are alive are always being given over to death for Jesus' sake, so that his life may also be, reve be revealed in our mortal body. So then, death is at work in us, but life is at work in you. <laughs> yeah, we're facing physical uh, adversity. But you're seeing the life that is coming through our lives. You're seeing the life of Jesus manifested itself through our struggles and our trials. Verse 13, it is written, I believed, therefore I have spoken. Since we have that same spirit of faith, we also believe and therefore speak. Because we know that the one who raised the Lord Jesus from the dead will also raise us with Jesus and present us with you to himself. Wow. Confidence in the resurrection, man. We know that the one that raised Jesus from the dead will also raise us up. And you too. My friend, the same Lord, the same God that raised Jesus from the dead, he's going to raise you up too. <laughs> he's going to raise you up and present you to, him, to himself. Verse 15, all this is for your benefit so that the grace that is reaching more and more people may cause thanksgiving to overflow to the glory of God. Wow. 
grace is reaching more and more people so that it will result in thanksgiving that will overflow to the glory of God. Wow. That's what God is at work doing right now. He, more and more people are being reached. We talk about more people become more like Jesus. The more we reach people and the more people that are being reached, and that's what the Holy Spirit is actively doing in the world and we get to participate in. And as more and more people are reached, it causes thanksgiving to spill over and overflow to the glory of God. You're, we're creating a, a chorus of people, a, a choir of people, a stadium of people who are filled with thanksgiving for what God has done in their life through Jesus, and that's spilling over in thanksgiving to the glory of God. Man. That's the end result of, uh, of evangelism. The end result, uh, end result of evangelism is, yeah, life change, new life for the individual, and obviously our their individual futures are better, their lives are better, they're redeemed, they're reconciled to God, but it also results in the glory of God because it spills, it overflows through thanksgiving. Thanks be to God for what He's done, who who He is, how He saved me, and that thanksgiving highlights the glory of God. Verse 16, therefore we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. I love it. I love it. Outwardly, physical body, it's, it's wearing down. I mean, you know what? There's only so much tread on these tires, man, you know? <laughs> One day these tires going to wear out. Only so much tread. Outwardly, we wasting away, but inwardly, come on. We are being renewed day by day. You see, there's something going on on the inside that you can't see. It's the Holy Spirit of God, the eternal Spirit of God, and the eternal Spirit of God never dies, and that is what has enlivened our spirit. And so outwardly, we may waste away, but inwardly, we're being renewed day by day. The, the trajectory of our physical bodies, oh, it's going down, but the trajectory of our spiritual body is going up and to the right, baby. Yeah. Here's the passage, man. Mm. Verse 17, golden, solid gold in the Word of God right here. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. Mm. Our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us and eternal glory. Do you see the, the contrast there? Light and momentary over against eternal. <laughs> eternal glory. Light and momentary troubles over against an eternal glory. And Paul says it far outweighs them all. The glory that's going to be in us and revealed through us is going to far outweigh any light and momentary sufferings we endure in this life. Man, that's a, that's a verse you can just sit on and contemplate and meditate on, and man, it will give your heart such peace, such contentment, um, and peace, um, knowing that light and momentary troubles, not even worth comparing the eternal glory that will be revealed in you, far outweighs it all. Verse 18, so what? So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen, that's eternal. Hmm. That's awesome. We fix our eyes on Jesus, 
and the spiritual things that he's doing and the eternal glory that will be yours and will be ours together uh, uh, when we meet him. Outwardly, wasting away. Inwardly, being renewed day by day. <laughs> Love it. Let's pray, you guys. Lord, thank you so much for your holy word. Thank you for this powerful passage in 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Lord, just so many good reminders that we're not going to be crushed. We're not going to be destroyed. That greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. We're being renewed day by day. We're persecuted sometimes. We're not abandoned. We're struck down, but not destroyed. Man, Lord, thank you. Thank you for always being with us and for giving us the privilege of carrying this treasure, the treasure of the gospel in these earthen vessels. Lord, then we don't have to be anyone else. We just need to be ourselves. Justified, being sanctified through you. And um, Lord, thank you the way you use our brokenness to display your glory in the most beautiful and surprising ways. God, I pray for my friends today. pray that you would encourage them and strengthen them. pray that they would sense your love and grace. They would sense your peace. And whatever light and momentary afflictions they're facing, they might be reminded today that it is the glory, the eternal glory that's going to be revealed through them and in them will far outweigh any light and momentary affliction. It's all because of you, Lord. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, my friends. Thank you so much for being on today. Man, that chapter's worth just reading over and over. So many, so many verses in that chapter you can just kind of camp out on and just ponder. Especially if you're going through times of trial and struggle. Life is hard. Man, land on 2 Corinthians chapter 4. <laughs> Paul, Paul's words, inspired by the Holy Spirit, speak to that in powerful, powerful ways. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for being on. Thanks for liking, subscribing, sharing this podcast. Thanks for leaving a comment. Thanks for feedback in the comments. And I uh, really appreciate that. You guys have a fantastic day. We'll be back at it tomorrow with 2 Corinthians Chapter 5, well, five, we'll see you then. Bye. Thank you for joining me on today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, take a minute to subscribe or comment or share it with your friends. You can find me, Pastor Terry, and Bayside Church on all social media platforms. You can find Bayside at Bayside Church SH. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.